0: flicks <laughs> This is JJ O'Dell, and I'm with my sister, LJ. Hello. We do this podcast for y'all, and I hope you enjoy it. So we start out with a silly summary or, or just what we think a good summary for the movie would be if you're trying to tell somebody, like, what the movie's about and if they should go see it. So my summary for this movie would be, imagine Batman. If instead of money, Batman, he, he didn't get no inheritance. He's zero inheritance. But instead, he got some crazy good driving skills. And he got some crazy good DJ skills. Also, now he works with the bad guys. That's the summary. (laughs) Movie. (laughs) Uh, Do you have a summary you want to add to that?
1: My summary was just the classic escape the mob without dying. Yes, also that.
0: (laughs) Boom. Boom. So this movie reminds me of, it reminds me of Guardians Galaxy because it, ha- it does have a mom mixtape element in there. It reminds me of 50 Days of Summer because it does have like little musical numbers for no reason. Hey. <laughs> it reminds me of Gone in 60 Seconds because it does have like... <sighs> crazy car scenes where they're doing bananas driving and it reminds me of driver with ryan gosling Yep, <laughs> just like a moody moody guy in a car just him in his car and his moody music that's there so let's get into it let's just start from the top baby driver is a movie let's see who was in this movie i don't even know the stars They weren't okay, they weren't stars really. They're just like actors. (laughs) Um, the star is Angel Angel Elgort, John Berthenall, and then the other ones that that you might know are John Ham, Jamie Foxx shows up, Kevin Spacey, (sighs) Kevin Spacey. Now, I don't know if seeing him is going to ruin every movie for me. Every But now, it's just like, every time he came on the screen, I was like, ugh, Kevin Spacey. And I guess that's, that's the main cast. This movie was actually about a kid who's driving, um... He's a getaway driver for, I don't know if they really a mob or a gang or just a criminal team, like a bad guy team. <laughs> he They do bad guy stuff like Rob Banks. So he's the get a, getaway driver, and he's actually trying to get out the game. He's trying to put it down. Uh, but, of course, when we see these movies with these people trying to get out the game, what do they got to do? that I was got to do one more job. <laughs> Final job. <laughs> <laughs> one more job before they get out the game. And that's what he was doing. Um, and then, you know, he falls in love. That always complicates things. And uh, then it ends in a rather unique fashion. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? Did I miss anything? Nope. Check. <laughs> All right. So... All right, we'll start with our Sips and Clips feature. All right, our segment. Sips and Clips is going to be when we just take in our wine, our champagne, our rum and coke or whatever. And we can just sip through this scene because it was a good little clip. It's very entertaining. So these are our favorite scenes in the movie. So let me get my wine so we can sip sip through our sips and clips uh one of my favorite scenes the very first scene in this movie so from the first scene in this movie we get this guy this goofy guy sitting in this bright red car with earbuds in those little iphone earbuds and he is just rocking out to the music you don't even know what this movie is really about but you start with this little goofy scene in the car just rocking out (laughs) what's one of your favorite uh scenes
1: my favorite scene definitely was when he um went through three pair of glasses in about five minutes um this went the first time when the guy snatched it off he he puts his glasses on and he's like talking shit to the boy with his with the boy's glasses on so the boy pulls out another pair of bright red glasses like fuck you and then he slaps those glasses off his face and he says fuck you again and pulls out that mm-hmm. third like fuck your slapped off glasses i don't need those no more um type attitude like i think that was pretty dope it set the standard for how chill he was but how like suave he was too yeah
0: yeah that was a good comedic scene too like because yeah. that i think it was um john ham's character yeah just going crazy for no reason just angry upset for no reason he's slapping off those glasses but dude's face never even <laughs> changes yeah. he doesn't he doesn't look surprised he doesn't look angry he just like okay okay so off. goes straight into his pocket pulls out another <laughs> that's all right but but mind you the scene keeps going on you you could almost miss this, and that's where the, the comedy brilliance is in. Because John Ham, they don't they don't pan in on him like well, notice he's putting on new glasses. Mm-hmm. John Ham is still doing his thing, going off all around the table, and then you see him <laughs> pull up the glasses. The scene goes on, and then I was like, "Hey, he's got new glasses." Then those get slapped off again. Then it's like he better not have he better not have a third pair he, he has a, a third pair. he had a third pair that part just cracked me up right. <laughs> that part cracked me up okay another one of our sips and clips we still in the good scenes um the scene that reminds me of 50 days of summer mm-hmm. now 50 days of summer is with my husband's favorite actor of all time I don't even. I hope I get his name right. It's ju- it's uh Joseph Gordon Lovett. I was right. Joseph Gordon Lovett. from uh, he played in Five Hundred Days of Summer, and if anybody's seen that movie, that movie it's a good standard little um, rom com, but it does have these little whimsical. <laughs> Whimsical videos in the middle. Like, little dance videos in the middle. (laughs) So, that's... I was surprised to see it come into this movie. Because, okay, we start out. He's funny. Right. You can already tell from scene one, he's funny. Because he's in his music, jamming out in the car. Mm. And then... You can see he's funny with his little sunglasses thing. Um, So you see he has like a dry comedy within him. And then when he, you see, this scene pops up after he's with a girl that he likes and he's digging he goes out into the street some music is playing and then that's when you notice that like the street words the graffiti is the words Just the lyrics of the song are all over the streets and like signs and stuff and the music is in the background and you know it seems like a very happy neighborhood walk to remind me a lot of that scene in 500 Days of Summer, where all of a sudden dads are coming out and mowing their lawns and all synchronized and shit like it just turned into a, a musical scene. So, um, yeah, that, they had a little bit of that, but I enjoyed it. I mean, they did it well.
1: The best, they had the best musical background I've ever seen in a movie throughout. Like, sometimes you'll get a song that matched the scene really well, but this movie steadily had the perfect song for every scene. So, it's genius on that remark. Yeah, it was really good on that. Um, and and the
0: way they pulled this this little scene in there, even though it was whimsical, like uh, 500 Days of Summer, it was or, a little uh, silly. The uh, West Side Story oh, element to it. Right, right. Like- the the over the top <laughs> musical stuff uh in there but it still it worked because um they kind of did it subtly like he was walking down the street for a couple couple seconds before I uh, really caught on like oh wow they got the, the lyrics all over the building um so it was like it was there but not in your face, and then there was a scene too in there in the laundromat and they're sharing earbuds, listening to to a playlist together. Which that's starting to become cliche, actually. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that a lot. So they they doing that, they in the they in the laundromat, and then you start to notice like are the only colors in this laundromat? Red, blue, and yellow. And then everybody is washing like a whole red load, a whole You're blue right. load, a whole yellow <laughs> load. They're like, okay, so we're being whimsical here too now, yeah. okay? So, but they're not really ju- like drawing your eye to it. But it, once you notice it, it's like, okay, so this it's is really like, happening. this is a fun kind of scene. And so it's like, it, it's like the best of both worlds. It's like, it, it was. it's a corny element being done but it works but it's not being overdone right <laughs> so it's like I'll let it I'll allow it I'll, I'll allow sure it I'm sure giving it the pass <laughs> okay so those were our sips and clips our funny scenes our our scenes we liked now we gonna talk about scenes that left us high and dry right. right cause we was high when we was watching it and these did not make our panties wet no These scenes left us high and dry. So um, in the beginning of the movie, there's this amazing car scene. This is when we realized that Bruce Wayne (laughs) has been gifted with the driving skills. And he's going bananas trying to get away from the um, police. They got helicopters. He's doing all this stuff. Okay. He's going down the freeway one way on the opposite opposite side of the freeway traffic going in the other direction he notices two red cars that look almost identical to his red car both in the lanes not You know, one in front of the other. But no, they're in separate lanes. and Right by each other. Right by each other. So he's able to hop from his lane of traffic over into the other side of traffic. And magically. Slide in between these two cars. And now it's three identical red cars looking very similar. They're different cars, but they look identical from the top. Then... They go into a tunnel at the perfect time. Perfect timing. And then he s- puts on the brakes so that he can fall back, make the car somehow get in his spot. He slides into the other spot. So now when they come out, the helicopter is falling in the wrong car. Right. Like a 3 card Monty. 3 card Monty trick. It just happened. And... Uh, I wish this this scene would have worked perfectly for me if they they had let the audience know like no no we we aren't we plan that. Like these other red cars they're gonna be there. But they didn't let us know there. So I'm supposed to think just like all that happened on Cawinky Dink.
1: dink, wink wink
0: the tunnel being there too? Yeah. That's perfect timing. I mean so that those are the type of scenes that really take me out like you I was digging it I was into it I was like yes you can drive in between the wall and a parking space you can do that (laughs) (laughs) whatever you want to do you're the amazing driver right but then you throw that in there and now I'm like okay okay you gonna go oh so you just gonna drive this way and hot traffic come back and get into these other cars like took me out of it for a moment red now.
1: cars drive together all together like that just perfectly it's too perfect me and my friends uh, we have a um, nickname for this actually we call it holding hands and it's when two cars are driving in the lanes right by each other and they won't let you go around them they don't want <laughs> you to go faster than them so they're just driving they're blocking all the fucking traffic pretty <laughs> much they successfully were holding hands in this movie hmm hmm uh, Yeah. And
0: he had a... He had a... But, see, they didn't even know he was there. See, it would have been perfect if he had a friend and two friends. It's like, okay, look, we're going to get the cars. They knew the same little holding hands lingo. Right. So, like, oh, you you get in the left lane you get in the right lane I'm gonna come up middle lane all of us hold hands until the tunnel until then I some. slide back you
1: go into the middle I go on the right. side then it's like wow that's genius genius level you guys are criminal masterminds Man. for sure he is a savant at this shit <laughs> but
0: <laughs> but it's just a it's just a such a bad case of like you could've took it to the next level instead you missed an opportunity oh, yeah, and now you ended up on the high and dry list. So
1: look Damn at it. you, look at you. All right, another high and dry. <laughs> Mine was later on in the movie. He, he after he ends up killing uh, Jamie Foxx's character because Jamie Foxx pretty much just busted his glasses out. So Jamie Foxx blo- busts the glasses out. He kills Jamie Foxx, but then when he's running around uh, to escape the police from this incident, he has the broken glasses on. So not only do you run from a crime scene, but you keep the broken glasses on for how long? He made it through the mall. It was just horrible, 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 horrible. Being that, earlier in the movie, you have 9,000 pairs in your glasses, <laughs> in your pockets. Mm-hmm. And then now, you don't have an extra, you don't have a spare now. Like, right. you can get your glasses slapped off your face, and you're going to have a spare. But after you kill the guy for breaking your glasses, you don't have a spare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but not only that, it's like, he's running around with the one eyeglass lens. And you're like, well, just take them off. Just take them off. Like... Yeah, just throw them down. Like, Even if okay. you don't have a spare, it's okay. Just, just take the fucking right. glasses off. Just
0: don't go where one is sunglasses. <laughs> one is plain eye. Like, you need all your faculties. You need to have full advantage. Like, having one
1: eye, one you're, color, and one eye the other color is you're not good. You're clearly guilty <laughs> if you're running around with broken glasses on. That's all I have to say. If you're trying to blend into the crowd, maybe, ding, 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 you should take the glasses off. Mm-hmm
0: That would be a dead giveaway. (laughs) (laughs) Like dude walking down the street and like all of a a sudden sudden, Yeah, there's police. There's a whole thing. Police come in, chase him all of a sudden the guy walks by, he just has one lens and his glasses. Like, maybe that's the guy. Maybe (laughs) (laughs) something is not right there. All right. the last high and dry scene we're gonna talk about today is this is a scene where um somebody's getting introduced to the crew was it us it must have just been the uh, audience being introduced to the crew basically Kevin Spacey is the is the leader of this bad guy team and we see a meeting and we're being introduced to all the, like, little villains. Mm. You know how it happens sometimes where they tell us, meet so-and-so. They do so-and-so. They do, like, this one, he's known for being smart. And this one's, the the one does our numbers. Whatever. So they're doing all that. Meet the team or whatever. And then they have this one guy who doesn't have a nose or something. And they're like, He's like, he's like, how'd you lose your nose? He's like, that's no nose. When one nose question, you don't ask the question for no nose. It was something where they, yeah, use like, nose and nose too much, and I was just like, uh, uh-uh, I'm I'm out, <laughs> I'm out, I don't like Stop. that. <laughs> it's too corny. I don't, I don't know. What, I couldn't even remember it, obviously, but it was just too much for me to be like, uh, uh-uh, uh. His
1: original don't like. Underground name had nose in it. Then uh-huh. it w- then it went from that to no nose and he was just like, How you lose your nose? No nose. You don't you don't ask no nose how he lost his nose, that's going too nosy far. <laughs> like some it was, bullshit Yeah, like, like, yeah whips. <laughs> uh it went like uh, Doctor Seuss on us. Just just say who would you like nose? to not have a nose? Right. Uh, and then it there. Yeah. So
0: um that was a time where they didn't do corny well yeah yeah. that was just corny on top of corny just for no reason and it really took me as soon as he did that thing uh, that was like okay and I Th- think- it put it put it in my head like okay we're getting the villain intro now now okay now I see you introduce him and he has a little funny no thing about his name now I'm in a movie this is the scene where you introduce me to all the characters mm. it just was done sloppily like that so it's like uh, good scenes like that they can you can kind of like it slips through it seems legit like okay that's how you would that's how people would be introduced to each other but this one is like oh okay you got this little this stupid is thing the
1: other drive moment about this scene I think it's his only fucking scene if I can remember right like he's not an important character in the movie right why do we even need to know who Bo Knows right. is he doesn't play any value to any of the scenes wow. wow you're right that's the drive this just got a little bit drier
0: no nose doesn't even need to be known you don't even have to have that joke at all oh my god i'm so mad now oh okay that's the driest moment of the movie now (laughs) (laughs) all right so our first ratings for this movie when i like our first rating I should have done this at the top mm. of the episode actually my first rating for this movie after I saw it initial reaction was a nine I gave it an 8.5 Alright that's where we at we have a little bit more of a discussion at the end of the episode we're gonna do our ending ratings because sometimes we might talk it out and just like what happened right there, I think it's uh, a scene is a dry scene. And then she might point out something to me to make it even drier. Right. <laughs> damn it then I'm like uh, that just dropped you uh, a little bit from 9 to 8.5 you know something like that might happen so we are gonna do first ratings and ending ratings so right now we at 9 LJ Mm -hmm. is at 8.5 let's uh, talk about anything we didn't get to with our highs and lows of the movies do you have any final thoughts any things that popped up this is gonna be our section for random things I'll take one of my random thoughts there's a scene where John Hamm is falling Mm. Mm from a a parking lot level and as he's falling I notice he's wearing tennis shoes and I'm like that's weird this outfit didn't really seem like it was gonna be with tennis shoes
1: (laughs) (laughs) what was your what was your (laughs) random thoughts there's a part where he's like daydreaming that kind of didn't rub me the right way I wanted him like I don't know I didn't like the daydream part. Okay, there's a scene where John Ham is hella mad at
0: Baby Driver and uh he's just pissed off about to kill somebody and uh his his wife is deceased now and he's blaming he is b- blaming baby driver and here's baby driver next to his girlfriend and John Ham says, Do you love her? Now he's hella mad. What would be the smart thing to say? Like, nah, I just met her. <laughs> because if he mad at you, what's the next thing he want to do? He wants to kill that girl. But he and, and what does he do? He goes, "Yeah, I love her."
1: <laughs> right. Hey, audience, you're in a damn near hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you admit who you love? in the room or do you pretend to be strangers so that you have a better chance of survival if he would have just waited and said no 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 i don't love her i barely know her i came
0: in for coffee if he could have just thought just like one exactly one step ahead like if i say yes he's gonna kill her because he really hates me right now If he would have just took five seconds, he would have did a smart thing. Right. Instead, we get this like, yeah, I love her, and we get John Hamm going for his gun. I was like, oh hell nah. Right. If that happened to me, I'm like, okay, you couldn't lie. I don't know him. Uh huh. (laughs) You couldn't like think of a quickly like where this was gonna go. You didn't see the signs.
1: Warning. Warning.
0: Right. Warning. (laughs) He showed you the gun, so that means. Just like think about superheroes, they always gotta leave the girlfriend because what the villains are gonna attack her. Like okay, he's Batman, but he he sure wasn't quick on that one. No. So that's just a random. Um. Oh, there was a scene why they uh, somebody was sliding down the escalator. Hmm one of one of them and they, I think it was, B- it was baby, baby driver. driver baby driver he's running getting chased by the police the mob guys something uh, i don't know the
1: it's- police are chasing him at this point he still had the <laughs> damn glasses missing the glass on and the glass off gl- glasses and he just looks crazy and he's going down the escalator and it reminded you of- it, it reminded me of joe button
0: <laughs> 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 and for for people that haven't seen joe button we're going to hear lj's reality reaction for her first time seeing this video. This is Joe Budden. Escalator. I think that's all you gotta type in. It's infamous. I don't know how you could, (laughs) couldn't have seen it. Pops right up. You'll see Joe Budden.
1: Oh, that's a bad idea. Oh, that's a bad idea. Oh, shit. Oh, shit in his face like he didn't even hurt himself yet but you saw in his face that he's about
0: to be fucked up. That was a quick one. I think there's actually longer ones. (laughs) I tried to click the link but it was just somebody's tweet that says Joe Button's fall still gets me. Years later, people still look back on it. What? Like, remember that time? How did this happen? <laughs> what were you thinking? Man, this was a vine. R.I.P. vine. This was a vine <laughs> at one point. Oh, does he tumble? Woo. It looks like he broke
1: his ankle for sure. Like, uh,
0: there's he longer lost. scenes where he, you see him like tumbling down. Hell no. <laughs> So, when I saw Baby Driver going down that escalator, I was like, ooh, what if he did a Joe button right here?
1: That
0: would that be would funny. That disaster-
1: would Funny, not for us, because we root for Baby Driver. <laughs> I know, but... We would have been like, no. <laughs> I still would have rerounded and laughed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But just guys, please, no sliding down the escalators. very dangerous it's dangerous. this is our P- pSA <laughs> to any white guys uh, uh any guys actually, any guys this I guess this one affects all races. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you see the escalator and you see that big shiny metal part in the middle and you want to slide down it just just say no, no. It's not a good idea. It's going to end badly for most. Not Baby Driver because he's damn near Batman. You probably can't pull it off. (laughs) 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 The more you know. The more you know. (laughs) (laughs) So final thoughts on this movie? Just excellent use of music and soundtrack was amazing. There were songs that was just so perfect for the scene Mm -hmm. there are songs that just feel like i would have never thought to put this music with what's happening right now but i get it it works it works so it kept it's in that way this movie was very interesting because there were things being matched up that you didn't think should match up (laughs)
1: Right. And then even more so, like, it, it touched on so many different music that it really reminds you, like, music is music, music is love. Like, it's you can connect to music no matter where you come from, your background, money, la, 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 la. Music speaks volumes on so many different levels. So it reminded me of that. It was really inspiring to see such different music throughout the whole movie. hmm Another thing about this movie excellent use of
0: color yes it was man those bright from the bright red car in the beginning our eyes were just like yes it was it was upbeat it was colorful it was um and the colors seemed right
1: yeah even when she was (laughs) rocking that burgundy
0: suit it was beautiful Mm -hmm. um and it, when it really played a role is in the final scene. There's a, the final scene. It's a black and white scene, and then mm. it goes, it brightens up to a very bright this sky, bright. Color. That's the daydream part. I call it. Yeah, it, it might be a day. It might end on this movie. Might end on a daydream, where we're unsure. I think that this is his life and this is how he sees it at the end like we as an audience see that there's a black and white part of his life but in the end we see like a happy
1: ending it was a happy ending i'm happy for that part right yay for the happy ending it was just it was one of those situations that corny didn't go so well for me this time right there was a big huge rainbow (laughs) Right. in the back as they kissed right like when, when corny you, we had enough corny moments in the movie like i called it last time the cheese effect like we had the cheese effect just a little like to end it on the cheese was a sour note for me because it was such a great movie throughout everything else that it was kind of like a letdown well i loved it she loved
0: it i loved it again it gave me those 500 days of summer vibes um just it was a good mix of me of like funny uh a a romantic comedy Mm -hmm. uh, action um thriller thriller this bad guy superhero kind of vibe because they like got soup all these bad guys got really good skills whatever it just worked for me and i don't i don't care yeah
1: so uh i I was down for the kiss at the end with a rainbow rainbow it was the they talked about a song that talked like that was a scene in the song so it worked again you know it works yeah and depending on how how happy you want to be you either think it's corny or you think it's lovely
0: Yeah,
1: you know, shows where I am in my life right now.
0: Um, Fuck your happiness. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get to one of our last segments of the day, and that is plot twist. Plot twist. Here we talk about scenes in the movies that right there Mm. we could have did a plot twist, and it would have been a way different movie. Sometimes better. Right. Like for me, there is a long period in this movie where I'm like, Oh no, it's sad <laughs> <laughs> that I could have done without. So um so I that whole part where he had to turn himself in and go to jail, uh, I would have been like, Plot twist <laughs> I know that this is your last job before you're trying to get out the game. And usually those go terribly in movies. But plot twist for you goes perfectly. Good job. You get the money. You get the girl. You drive off. We're, we did it. Good job, everybody. It's like a gone in 60 seconds kind of deal. This is like done. They got everything. I forget how gone in 60 seconds end. But in my
1: mind, that's how it ended. Very happy. Like, oh, we did it. No problems the end right (laughs) for me it would have been when he goes to shoot John Hamm's character like actually kill him you just shot him in the arm which allowed for this horrible like dragged on we gotta chase you down now and he could have got away like he could even did the job horribly wrong the first time okay you flunked your last mission all right but you could have got away and you could have probably evaded the police if you would have killed him in the diner <laughs> right after he was like, "Is this your girlfriend? Did you love her? or Whatever." In yes. That the scene you're
0: talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: I love her. Bop, 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 bop. Two in the head. Period. Like that's how. For me, that would have been the best plot twist because he would have made it. They would have been able to go straight to the getaway. Right. But no. But but it did. That
0: did leave a more crazy John Ham for me and I was totally digging crazy John Ham. Oh. <laughs> I was into it. So, yeah, the, the, I was fine with him. He didn't sh- he shot him in the diner but he didn't kill him. John Ham came back in the car later. It was that was all fun for me. So, uh here's another plot twist. When um when the guy is about to turn himself into the police, yeah. And he looks at the girl and says, "This life isn't for you." Then he mm-hmm. then he goes to turn into the police. I would have been. I would have loved a plot twist right there. He's like, "This love, is, this life isn't for you." And she's like, "Plot twist, yes, it is." <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the shits. This is my life. We're gonna reverse it out of here. These cops in front of us, reverse, reverse. You're the reverse king. You get to slide over here. We're in, We're, we're <laughs> in it. We're in it. That would have been an excellent plot twist. (laughs) Push up. Then... Oh. Oh, this is my other plot twist. So the the, the plot twist, there's, um, to understand this when you have to understand it, uh, Baby Driver is a foster kid, and he's been saying with a foster dude this whole time, old black dude, and he, this dude is telling him, like, hey, you know, just get out while you're ahead. Like, no more one last job. Let's just be done. Be done. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and stop that now. So my plot twist was, like, plot twist, that guy's the criminal mastermind. <laughs> he knew about it the whole time. He, he knew about
1: it the whole time. He trained him. He was his Edward. <laughs> Isn't a Batman hat? What's Batman's uh, Butler's name? Alfred. Alfred. He was <laughs> his Alfred. <laughs> he was his. Uh, no, he's more than. He's he's the he's the
0: actual mastermind. He's Kevin Spacey, boss, and he been trying to tell him to get out the game because he trying to get out the game too. He wanna retire, and right when he's getting out the game, Baby Driver can't get enough of it. Plot twist. Plot twist. That would have been awesome. Okay, those are our plot twists. So now we're gonna guess. And now we're gonna now we're gonna guess. I gave it a nine. You gave it 8.5. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the ratings from other from IMDB and Rod Tomatoes. And uh I'm gonna guess these for me now. Guess these. Alright, LJ. Go ahead and give me your answers. Um, first give me IMDB.
1: Um, I want it to be high. I want it to be like, I think at eight. Okay. We're close, but
0: IMDB is... Still a little haterific, And uh, really, they came in at 7.7. So when I see a 7.7 on IMDb, I still give it a shot. Where, you know, some websites, it was 7.5 out of 10. Like, I wouldn't. Like, if I was going to get some shoes on Amazon, it was Mm. 7.5 out of 10. I'm not not. buying them. But... Because IMDb is so... Haterish? Yeah.
1: So I always, like, look at them and say, okay, six, it might still well, be good. Well, that's what I meant when I'm like, I'm going to try to give them a high one for IMDb. <laughs> because they always seem to under undercut people. Okay, so there it is. They mm-hmm. said 7.7. 7. Mm-hmm.
0: Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think about that one?
1: Um. Now, see, I, I think that Rotten Tomatoes normally... I'm a little bit more in tune with. So let's, I'm going to go with, maybe they gave them my, my original uh, initial scoring of an
0: 8.5. All right, let's find
1: out. The audience, yep, yeah, almost exactly.
0: <laughs> they are at 86%, so that'd be about 8.6. So they, Almost exactly. So they have an audience score and a tomato meter tomato meter tomato meter uh-huh and on the tomato meter it is nine 93 percent okay And okay what's the difference between these two i've never paid attention i guess tomato meter is critics and audience score okay well either way both are high critics love it audience loves it so um We were right in the right range for that, I think. Our scores were right on uh, target. But do you have any... um, Now that we've talked about it, Mm -hmm. now that we've rated our favorite scenes, what's your end rating?
1: Like, I really want to give it a higher score to a nine because of the use of music and the bright colors and how it wasn't overly dramatic, but it had like a lot of good dramatic scenes, so I want to rate it higher like 9.5 even. Yeah. But ding, 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 ding. My cheese factor affected what I was explaining. That's exactly what I was about to say. Brings it back down a little bit more. So I'm going to give it a solid after I've seen it, after we discussed it. I'm going to give it a nine. So it brings my score up, but it would have been higher Mm -hmm. if I could have gotten over some of my cheesy moments. Man, I think if it wasn't for that one car scene, (laughs) (laughs) when they
0: tried to play car, three car monte i said okay done so i'm sticking with a nine it probably would have been likewise it probably would have been at like 9.5 but um some of those corny moves paid off and some of them didn't and i guess that's just
1: the risk you take when you're doing risky corny and things like that we can't give you a 10 <laughs> just based on kevin spaces with part of the crew so yeah, that ew. also drives it. That's what makes it also want to go back to an 8.5. But I can't be a hater on the rest of the cast because of his moves. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stick with the 9. 9 it is. All right. So that's been Baby
0: Driver. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.